0: Let's go to the phone lines and welcome a very special guest, Coach Rick Barnes. Rick, how are you, my friend?
1: Hey, Chris, how you guys doing?
0: We're doing great. We appreciate you spending some time with us on what was just a, uh, a glorious, I know you're inside Thompson Ballroom for much of the day, but a glorious Sunday afternoon here in East Tennessee. And for your basketball team, after having a week off, and I know have not played as consistently as you wanted them to, Two things stuck out to me today about your team. How many guys you had on the floor scrapping and fighting for loose balls, going aggressively and getting long rebounds and really going to the glass and getting rebounds and the way you guys absolutely locked down on defense, pressured the ball, got after people. Um, I know that's the kind of play that you want to see from your team. But from that perspective, as you guys now go forward into the postseason, how does it make you feel about your basketball team?
1: You know, Chris, I agree with you. I feel good about him. Where I feel bad is that we're just not – we haven't been able to make shots. I know we're capable of shooting it. And and I do know that once we get – just getting in the groove. And, you know, we've had games where we made a 12 or 13. We just need to get consistent where we can make seven or eight of them and we'll be fine.
2: Coach, it's Austin. Um, we talked about this earlier in the show. Uh, John Fulkerson seemed like he had a different intensity level today. Uh, it sounded like middle of the week when he talked to the media, he wasn't sure, you know, whether he would come back or not. Today it looked like, you know, and I don't want to speak for him, but just his actions and the emotions, it looked like he realized this could be the last time he plays in TBA. Do you think that when you, you your back's against the wall and you know it's now or never, that it, your mentality can change? Maybe this is a good thing. That's kind of you know, he can rally himself around.
1: You know, Austin, it's it's an interesting thing with John is that I believe in him and, and I do know that he's has worked hard to fight through injuries and some other things that he's had to deal with. But today at the end of the first half, when he made that one move to the basket, I haven't seen that in two months, and I told him in front of the team at halftime, if you will play with that type of force, we will get it back. And uh, I thought the way he was going after it, trying to dunk the ball, doing those type things, and uh, whether or not he decides to come back, I think that's something that uh, at the end of the year when everything settles down, you're done with you know, the college basketball seat and he starts exploring his options out there, we'll decide. And, again, obviously we, he'll always be welcome back if he want to, but we've always told those guys you play like there's no tomorrow. And I think he showed you today – just how much this university means to him, and and I know that he, he knows how much he means to his team and his teammates.
2: When when you look at the the confidence level that he played with today, have you seen that happen? Over, I mean, you've coached for a long time, where a kid can literally take one play that makes him feel like his old self, an affirmation from of a you know from a coach, and then all of a sudden just flip it back and and play like. The guy that you know finished last year, you know, as one of the best players in the in the conference.
1: Well, I can guarantee we're going to keep showing what he did because that, he made a couple of plays today that looked like that player, and uh, that's what we've been asking him to do. And you know, when when he struggled in a lot of different things and physically, he's he's had to fight so much this year, and uh, getting that back, I think, in his confidence will be important. I think the time off right here. Last week and this week, maybe helps him more than anybody.
0: You're listening to the Nation. Our guest, head basketball coach Rick Barnes. Rick, this this season has been a grind on everybody, and I know been over there at practice have. a few weeks ago, and, and not just your team, but all teams. And obviously, the kids, the players, carry the burden of that. Is there any way to put into words just how hard this has been? And again, I'm not just talking about your basketball team. I'm talking about in general because you talk to your peers, you talk to coaches around the country, just the fatigue of getting tested every day, everything that, you, that goes into sort of making this a reality, basketball, during the COVID climate?
1: You know, Chris, you're right, and I, and I do talk to my peers, and, and I will tell you to the man, I think every team in the country, not just our team, it's been one of the one of the hardest grinds, emotional, uh, mentally, that we've had to go through, and, and I tell you what, I miss being able to see my players' face, I miss them being able to see my face and talk because we're going to adhere to the rules. And whether people believe it or not, we've coached every practice with our mask on. We've never taken them down. We, we, we don't do it. The players obviously don't wear it. But as soon as they walk off the floor, there's masks there waiting on them. But I tell you what, I'm really impressed with the fact that we've gotten through a basketball season. I think I think we needed it. I think our country needed it. And I know next week it's going to be March. Madness is going to get going again, but to answer your question, to put it in, in terms, I will tell you this: It's been the hardest year in my basketball life as a coach, and that's that's including two really bad seasons with two bad teams. And uh, and we you know we finished fourth or the fourth seed, and and um, our expectations are high. They always will be, but if you could see the look on our players' faces, and at times it's like. Why are we doing this? Because, you know, you know, we, we have one of the great arenas in the country, and you don't get to feel that. This is a team that needed to feel that. I think it would have, we, we would have been better at home, even better with, with that. But I don't think we're any different than anybody else. I really don't. Uh, I think I saw today there was only one team that, that won all their home games this year, and I think it was Houston. And they won it today on a half-court deep shot against Memphis, but I, I think I saw that stat. They're the only team in the country that, that won all their home games.
0: How do you feel, Rick, now as you go into the postseason? You mentioned you guys were able to get the double bye. You play on Friday, so you get, an, you know, another day or so to rest. But how do you feel about your team? And having watched postseason basketball for a long time, Austin and I were talking about this a minute ago, so many of these games, certainly in the NCAA tournament, are, are grinded out defensive half-court struggles where you've got to be able to get stops as you mentioned earlier, make some shots, but you see so many 61-59 games, 63-61 games. Where do you feel like this team is now equipped-wise to go into the postseason?
1: Well, you saw one of those games today. I mean, that was a grinded-out, hard game. You know, we came out early through that stretch there. They made made some plays, got some offensive rebounds, and we missed some shots that we need to make. But we got back in it with our defense, and – Mike White at Florida does a terrific job. I'm, I'm, really, I could make a case why he should be Coach of the Year, losing the preseason Player of the Year. Then you know, Trey Mann was out today. But one thing that we all know, and I told this to our team, that when guys go down like we faced this year, you know, we've had Josiah James go down when we were really starting to play our best basketball. Somebody else has got to step up, and I think you'll see that. This time of year, where you 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 hit it right on the head, there's going to be some grind out games. Every possession matters. Offensive rebounds. How many possessions can you steal from out of bounds plays? You know, you got to make sure you don't get free throw blockouts. We gave up a couple of those today. That could be the difference in winning, advancing, and going home. So those are the things we'll be continuing harping on those guys with because this year those things are really magnified because of what you just said. Those hard grind out games,
2: coach. You've uh... You've done this such a long time. When you get to the NCAA tournament, how much do you feel like you know a team? You know a team's run is predicated on maybe the draw they get. You know who you play in the first round, who you potentially could see in the second round. Sometimes that changes. You know, I mean, you know, you know what I mean? Like just like the NCAA tournament has so many swerves to it that maybe a team that's not playing its best basketball can work their way into. You know the second weekend, and then start playing better.
1: Well, matchups are key, Austin. I mean, they're key. I mean, you know, some teams you're, you're just going to naturally match up with better, and so yeah, that that is. But sometimes you can, uh, again, you can have a day where you're playing against a team that's really good, but they have a tough shooting day, and you can uh, you can have a good shooting day yourself. But matchups are key, and. I think that once you get down and you get into the tournament, when the timeouts get a little bit longer, whether they act like it is or not, it does keep you from maybe getting in those runs that you want to have because those, those timeouts are longer. And uh, it's just everything's different. But uh, also when you get outside your league, the grind sometimes, because we know each other so well in conference play, so those matchups you're talking about can work in your favor. And if you go back and look at teams that, that make deep runs in it, and teams that win national championships, they have they have some scares along the way where something's had to happen, where they've had to get through it to win it. And so you, you've got to go into a game knowing that it's going to take a lot of hard work. It's not going to be easy. It's not supposed to be easy. But you've got to be on edge and try to come up with as many, as many. Um, you've got you've got to limit turnovers. That, that's no doubt. You're not going to win if you turn the ball over a lot and let people get out and transition and get those kind of baskets against you. You've got to make them work for everything they get
2: lots of people will speculate what this team needs to do better the next couple of weeks to get to where you guys want to be. But what do you feel like that is? Is 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 it, you know, just the simple things you see right in front of you or maybe there's some underlying things that, you know, maybe the average fan or average person doesn't see?
1: Well, I think it's simple things, you gotta make some shots. You know, there's a premium on making shots and like today you you think about it, we had one possession day where we had four wide open threes and end up getting three off three four offensive rebounds and and I, I think the biggest key right now is that we learn, if you ask me one specific thing, I do think we'll shoot it better if we pass it better. I think if we'll put it on the target right on time, and those kind of threes that we practice, that we work, where guys aren't reaching back to get the ball, where they can do it within their rhythm. And I think if we can take advantage of of advantage basketball, when we're able to deflect, get out in transition, and uh, – we do that, and everybody play the play role. I'm not, a, I'm not afraid for us to go up against anybody.
0: You're listening to The Nation. Coach Rick Barnes, our guest. Uh, Coach, we'll let you have a little fun here before we let you go. You're going to participate in what we call the Marathon Question of the Week. You want to get a full tank of freedom, stop by your neighborhood marathon station, Marathon Fueling the American Spirit. And before you answer this question, keep in mind that one of these players might be potentially listening right now. But if you needed somebody to shoot a one-on-one free throw in the final three or four seconds of the game, you start thinking about past greats at Tennessee. Do you pick Allen Houston, Dale Ellis, Chris Lofton, or Tony White?
1: Well, I'm going to be get sentimental right now. I'm going to let my heart do the talking as opposed to my brain. I'm going to pick Tony White, even though, even though I saw him miss two big free throws at Vanderbilt my last time I scouted for Alabama, but. uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick Tony. My head would tell me to pick Allen
0: Houston. <laughs> Even though poor Tony was shooting about 92 percent from the line that year, I think he was yeah, leading the country leading that, in free throw shooting. He's leading
1: the country. He's leading the country.
0: Well, let me yep. say this in all seriousness, Rick and and, and you and, and I think the fans know this. Tony, uh, what a champ he's been. You know, he he was so sick with leukemia. He's beating it. He's doing great now. But the support that you and your team. Your basketball team and your staff have shown him, has meant all everything to him, and he, um, he, he appreciates as his, his friend, somebody that was a classmate of his at Tennessee, and we've kept in touch all these years. I can't tell you what it means to me, what you and your team and your staff have meant to him. It's, uh, it's been awesome. And, and you talk about a family, and even though you didn't coach Tony White, I can promise you he certainly feels a part of the Tennessee basketball family.
1: Well, Chris, I'll tell you, you have been an unbelievable friend to him, and I can tell you, I enjoyed more him you bringing him by the other day because I hadn't seen him in a long time, and I love Tony. And the one thing I miss seeing is his smile. He didn't take his mask off, but you know he's got one of those great smiles. And again, I love the guy, and uh, I can't wait to get his ribs. He keeps telling me about these ribs, and I can't wait to get a hold of them.
0: He says his ribs are even better than his free throw shooting, especially in the last minute of a game.
1: Well, I can I can vouch for them; they're good. (laughs) They're good? Yeah. They're good. Well, again, that's I, again, I love him, but I was at that game scouting for Alabama when I was an assistant there, and Tony could have put it on ice, but one of his tougher <laughs> days. But the best part, Chris, was when I brought out the stat sheet to show it to him.
0: <laughs> you rocked his world. You brought out a stat sheet from 35 <laughs> years ago. I think he was sitting in Haywood Harris's office, and you went in there and got it and brought it to uh, – uh-
2: to lunch that day. I just hope that you yeah. get to see us smile again soon and the next time you coach a basketball game in Thompson Bowling Arena, there are no masks and there are no social distancing.
1: <laughs> I do too, because I tell you what, it's been tough and I appreciate everybody. I, I really appreciate where it started with the conference that we're going to do it, but what they've done on our campus, leadership from the very top all the way down to the athletic department, our team, the officers, trainers, they've been phenomenal and uh, I really appreciate the effort that people but the players are the ones, I'm telling you, that we got to think because it has been harder on them than anybody, and uh, it's been a tough year. I hate it for our freshmen because I don't think they really got a feel for what it's really like. They saw it in the past when they were being recruited, but we miss our fans and and just our everyday life on campus has been so different the last you know six eight months. But uh, I'm just glad we've been able to get this season in.
0: Well, Rick, man, we appreciate you spending some time with us tonight. Good luck to you and your team next week in Nashville, and then. From there, I guess they're going to do it all in Indianapolis, the NCAA tournament, or somewhere in the Indianapolis area. So we look forward to watching you guys going forward. But thanks a lot tonight for joining the nation, and we look forward to seeing you soon, my friend.
1: All right, thanks. Thanks for having me, guys. Talk to you later.
0: Head coach Rick Barnes joining us tonight on the nation as his team wins today over Florida. So they go in as the fourth seed in the SEC tournament, that game next Friday in Nashville.